0: Hello, and thank you for tuning in to chapter 33 of the 10 Minute Leadership Podcast. I hope you're doing well. This week, we're going to talk about the optimistic leader. Before we get into this uh, whole business of optimism, I hope you are enjoying your summer, as uh, this time of recording, it is summer time, and uh, I hope you're staying cool because as I had complained and griped before, it is very, very hot in South Florida. But that's just how it is during the summer months here. So let's get into it. Pardon me, the optimistic leader. I guess I'll start with a question. Are we born optimistic? Or do we feel optimistic at times? Are some people more optimistic than others? The answer is generally yes. Now, although optimism is not in your DNA, a lot of it has to do with your environment and who you are as a person. Some people are generally more optimistic and are able to see the uh, halfway glass half full as opposed to glass half empty, while other people could be because how life treated them or the way they think or the way they are wired are less optimistic and they normally see doom and gloom now I will say the following if you're one of those people it's not bad it's not necessarily a bad thing because we do need a balance between optimism and pessimism we got to be able to uh, see problems within a solution or what appears to be a solution. And identify uh, the devil's advocate, as is often told when it comes to uh, offering points of view. However, optimism in general is a good thing. It's a good thing because it's contagious. So if you are in front of people and you are generally an optimistic person, then it creates this vibration energetic vibration of optimism and that things are going to be okay think about a political leader or several political leaders that you have seen in the past think about the ones that were more optimistic and the ones that were less optimistic and who did you gravitate towards now the problem with pessimism that it's also a bit addictive because it taps into our fears and concern. And when that happens, we can spiral into this thought process fairly quickly. Why? Because, oh yeah, he or she is right. What if X, Y, Z? And what if this will happen? Or what if that would happen? But optimism drives results. Because when fear is present, as we already know, because we discussed it in previous episodes in this podcast, it releases cortisol, which is the quote-unquote poison chemical in our brain that that will uh, inhibit creativity and, uh, oh, I'm sorry, prohibit. Did I say it right? Yeah, prohibit um, creativity. And so being optimistic generally is a good thing because it is easier to drive results. However, there is a fine line between being optimistic and being naive, right? So uh, let me think of an example. If uh, a certain political leader was elected and you're very concerned about the outlook of this political leader and I'm not going to name names, right, or political parties and then all you can see for the next four years in the system in America and the political system in America of presidency is uh, just doom and gloom. Oh, the the world is over, that's it. Uh, America as we know it is no longer the same. Why? Because because of this uh, particular political leader that you didn't vote for, and you didn't want in office. However, it is important for us to always look for some sort of optimism. And remember that remaining optimistic doesn't mean that you are naive. Because naive is a whole other thing, right? Uh, let me give you a really extreme and a bit silly example of that. Um, I'll use it. You know, it's a bit too soon. But uh, uh, if you listen to one of my uh, uh, recent episode, episodes, which is uh, chapter 31, The Leader is a Teacher, uh, I recently lost my dog. And so being optimistic is, in my mind, I will see her one day on the other side when it's time for me to cross over. Whether it's true or not, science did not prove it yet, but it makes me feel good. Now, am I naive about it? And am I going about my day thinking, oh, I'm gonna see her very soon and for sure and 100%? No, not really, I'm not really naive, but it makes me feel good. And if it makes me feel good, that it helps me be uh, optimistic about a tragedy that have occurred in my life recently. Right, so there's kind of, there is not kind of, but there is a fine line between optimiz- optimism and being naive. But in general, optimism will drive results, as I had mentioned before, because people will gravitate towards it because they will see that you see a light at the end of the tunnel. <clears throat> so, if there's a situation at work, for example. Uh, I'll give you the following example. One of the companies I work for, uh, there were two really bad financial quarters and uh, the corporate office decided that all hourly employees should uh, not get overtime for the foreseeable future. And so when I delivered, delivered the news to the staff, to the team, I said, look, I know this is hard, On hourly employees on you guys not to get overtime but it's temporary and it's not going to be like that forever and on the other side if you're just a little patient after the next quarter hopefully then overtime will be resumed and we will be as a company in a better financial health and so uh, you leave the conversation, especially with a group of people, with some sort of optimism. Yes, right now it's difficult, but in the end, it's going to be good. Let's look at the pandemic, COVID-19. You know, we can focus right now, again, at the time of the recording, uh, there's uh, uh, the vaccination in process. Obviously, people are getting vaccinated, but there's, there's uh, uh, Delta variants and all kinds of variants of COVID. We can either focus on that fear or focus on the optimism that we trust science to help us overcome uh, the variance. So would it be an immunity boost or anything that will help us get back to normal, which, which we all crave and want. And in a sense, in some parts of the world, and I can tell you in Florida, that's the case, our life is pretty much back to normal, and I'm really wishing and hoping the same for. Other parts of the world, as uh, vaccination of parts of America and the world, as vaccination uh, is uh, uh, growing and getting even better and better. So we gotta remain optimistic about it. Uh, a, a pessimist would look at it and say, "Well, we're doom and gloomed. This is it. We're gonna uh, live in these uncomfortable conditions." of uh uh, limited access to areas and travel and wearing masks and and etc for the rest of our lives well that's not the case some things will change obviously but for the most part the optimist in me will tell you that life is and will get back to some sort of normal simply because we have to learn to live with covid that's just the reality of things just like other viruses we had to tackle in the past and and I'm not minimizing the severity of this pandemic whatsoever, but we gotta remain optimistic because if we're not optimistic and not naive, optimistic with the understanding that life will resume the way we knew it in the past uh, with perhaps some uh, minor changes. Uh, In other words, if um, for example, restaurants are practicing better safety and sanitation, uh, practices right now, there's nothing bad about it. It's actually an improvement of the old world, if you will, before the pandemic. So, you get the point being optimistic is positive, is good, and it will positively affect you as a person and your mental and physical health as well as the people around you. So, remain optimistic. Life is it's good. We're alive. We're here for now, you know, until we're, we won't be here anymore. Uh, we all have an expiry date. But instead of focusing on that, let's focus on the now and the good that we can do. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great rest of the week, and I look forward to our next episode next week. Take care and be well.